0: Hello and welcome back to Fire Entertainment with Shelby and Alex. Hey. Woo! It's been a while since been, we've done this.
1: Only like a minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like times a couple months. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who's counting?
0: Right. I mean probably nobody was listening to this anyways or waiting for it.
1: I mean, we did finish the show, it only took us like what, a year?
0: Yeah. For no. like
1: ten episodes. <laughs>
0: yeah it's been what was it march it's felt. no when did we start we
1: started a long time ago we did
0: start a long time ago i think the last one that we did was in march yeah back when like all yeah. of the coronavirus Stuff's was starting been... and yeah so it's it's been a minute it's
1: probably like february
0: yeah yeah i would say february yeah. oh man Time flies when we're having a pandemic, huh? Yeah, it only feels like five years every single minute. (laughs) But no, I was thinking about this the other day, though, that like this show has to have some staying power because we've talked about it multiple times. We've been trying to figure out time that we're going to get back together to talk about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I went and read The Haunting of Hill House, um, the book. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. So uh, I went. I went and read it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Very different than um, Flanagan's movie, yeah. but um, and different than the. I think it was ninety uh, three. There was another. It's called The Haunting.
1: Yeah, and it's different though because I don't think they're related.
0: No, they're not. And so it's it's kind of interesting to see the different versions of this movie that have and book that have come out and the different interpretations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so it's definitely been an interest, and so it's had. Really good staying power for even though it's taken us a while to get back to the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh last night we finished the last two episodes. And in
1: time because the second season, even though it's not related to the Crane family, is coming out. Handing a blind manner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do we know anything about what that is based off of? Maybe Um, you do. I have
1: I I try to watch they only have like a short trailer, but it's about like a they hire an American nanny, who I believe is the character who plays Nell. Okay. And she comes in. But it looks like they have a lot of the old cast, but it's not related to the cranes. Like, it's a completely different house.
0: And they said it's, like, in the same universe? It's like an
1: anthology, I think. Oh, so. okay. So it's kind of like an uh, American horror story. Gotcha.
0: I like that. Okay. Yeah. That Yeah, I remember watching that trailer and feeling very intrigued about it. So I'm glad that we finished this up. We can be ready. for Haunting of Blythe Manor? Is that what it is? Bly like? Manor. Bly Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that comes out, is that October of this year or is it a little bit farther out? That's a
1: good question. It's either October or November. I think it's in those kind of like spooky the spooky months. times. Yeah, the spooky spooky months.
0: Months. <laughs> The time when uh, all of the stores let us have October for a little bit yeah. before Christmas comes and shoves everything oh, out. I'm so excited out. for that. I want it to be fall. Right. I'm uh, here in Utah. It's like changing weathers. We got a rainstorm that swept through, and I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel those fall vibes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And very excited about that. Do you want to listen to Christmas music later? <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember, I'm not a Christmas You're person. One of those. Uh, well, I, like I don't have anything against Christmas music per se. Um, I just my parents would always play it earlier and earlier each year, That's and so it just felt part. very repetitive. Yeah, but. Besides Christmas music being looking forward to, I'm glad that we were able to finish this up in time to catch the second season mm-hmm. and watch it through. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I was really. I feel like the entire time, that we've been watching this up until the last two episodes, I've felt like my theory that everything is like kind of just psychological
1: it is wrong. Right.
0: Well, like I felt like that was kind of changing the last couple episodes. Um, this one, I don't know. I think like, in the last two, I still, I don't know what I'm walking away from with this. I don't know what other than I, I was talking to Ashley this morning and I was like, I don't know what to say about like, how did this end? I was kind of expecting like the last episodes were this battle, like this running battle through the house as they're trying to figure out different ways to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um, And besides Luke trying to set it on fire, which backfires, yeah, Yeah, it didn't work, there wasn't much of that. It didn't seem like it was a physical contest. It was more just each of the children and Hugh facing memories of different moments from their previous life. Not previous life, but like earlier in life and just coming to grips with that.
1: I think a big part of it is that it's not a fight because they would have lost. The only reason that they made it out alive was because Nell was in all of their little, like, psychosis dreams, and she's like, hey, you need to get out. And she would stop them. And, I mean, Olivia stopped Poppy, too. But, like, it's not a fight, I feel like, because they were never had any chance of winning. Right. Unless it was for Nell.
0: And I guess that's the horror aspect that we're taking away from this. The house is still there. Like, at the yeah. end of all of this, it's still there. Maybe it's a little bit sated right now, because it has Nell and Olivia and Hugh, and you see the... um
1: Abigail Abigail and the Dudleys. And the
0: Dudleys, they all end up inside of it. So maybe it's a little full right now. It's digesting.
1: But it makes me wonder. Because, I mean, Luke tried to set it on fire and it didn't work. So then I wonder, because when Hugh, when Olivia first started, he's like, I'm going to burn it to the ground. I wonder what would have happened if he actually tried. Like, can it be destroyed, actually? Because they have that fear, but they've never. No one's ever been successful in attempting it. Yeah. So I wonder if it would even be possible, like, if they, like, tried to burn it down. You know?
0: Well, I know you can you can alter it physically because he like knocked out the wall in the the bottom part oh, yeah. like so like you knocked out the wall that's where he sees the mold um you have the windows that shatter during the storm um so it's like it can be altered physically I I yeah I don't know if you could burn it if you could somehow distract all the ghosts enough to yeah. be able to burn it
1: I wish they went more in depth with the other ghosts though like at especially the last two episodes, they just kept showing like background ghosts like standing and like watching, and they really didn't go into a lot. And they actually they didn't really go into Poppy's story, or I mean like a little, but like Poppy's story, the sun, the bowler hat, yeah, the, all those things.
0: Well, and also with Poppy, like I thought that scene was really sad when she was talking to Olivia in the reading room. And they had the two different reading rooms. Did you see that? Like hers sitting there with like the white chairs and the marble yeah. statue in the back. Um, And then Olivia with her, like, reading nook Mm -hmm. area. Um, And she was talking, Poppy was talking about how she was looking at the crib that she had made herself and painted herself. And how sad she was that her child wasn't able to enjoy it. Um, Like, you are left wondering what happened to those children. Did Poppy go insane and, like, kill them? Because they're there. Yeah, they're there. Did they pass, unfortunately? Did the house gobble them up? like the the way that poppy always describes it as like you need to wake them up like that's
1: she might have killed him too
0: yeah but also i i that was one thing that i i thought was really interesting and worth talking about is like that's a legitimate parental fear like having a daughter like i whenever i see her doing something super cute or i see something like as she's growing up that like my desire is you know, I I want you to stay that way. Like I mm-hmm. want you to to keep that innocence, to keep that safety, to always want to be here. And then as they as she's growing up, she's growing up super fast. And sometimes it's like, whoa, 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 like can we pump the brakes? Can mm-hmm. we hold that? Like, am I ready for you to go out to leave?
1: Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and be
0: able to face that. Not are not necessarily are you ready, but am I ready to to let you go? And so I could understand how Poppy and maybe extension of the house uses that to argue with Olivia, who's going through a lot of stress, whether it's just bad mentally for her right now or just the stress of trying to flip a house has just triggered it. But that's a really strong appeal to a parent. Oh,
1: yeah. And definitely the house was playing on like one of her biggest concerns because she's like loves her kids so much. Yeah, that's pretty sad. There's another thing. It's a little, it's like towards the end, but when Hugh, they reveal that like Hugh's dead and he goes into the red room. Did you notice that when she was watching Steve, Nellie was so excited and she was hugging him and her eyes were closed and Olivia was just staring directly at Steve. Like her head was on Hugh's shoulder and she was giving him a hug, but she was just staring like directly at him, like eyes wide open. And I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. Cause it makes me think that like Olivia is not going to stop until she gets all of them back. Cause she's like, oh, okay. Well, Hugh's with me for now and Nell's with me. So I guess he can leave for now. But I wonder if like, since the house is still there. They're not going to show it because the show's over. But I wonder if she's going to keep trying to pull them back.
0: Yeah, I it wouldn't surprise me because all of the kids matter to Olivia. Like Nell.
1: Nell and Luke were the youngest. Nell
0: and Luke were the youngest and her babies, arguably the f- the favorites of the family, <laughs> the ones that that uh, Olivia seemed to
1: at well, least care about them yeah, the most.
0: Exactly. So it's like I could see her being okay with it now. She has Hugh. She has one of her babies. Yeah. Like. Whether that ends, I I don't know. Um, but I mean, like poltergeist type activities within houses is something that's not unknown. And the fact that uh, the the children had experiences with the poltergeist coming out. I mean, you have Luke with the man with a bowler hat. Mm-hmm. You have Nell with the bent neck lady. You have these other, like they followed them. I wonder if the house is just, right now, is content. Like, kind of like what I said earlier, like, it's digesting now. Mm-hmm. It has enough. But maybe it, that is the horror. The house is still there. Whether it's going to be sated once all of Olivia's families back together. The Dudleys, I mean, pass. That's one of the endings. They're finally reunited.
1: Yeah, because they wanted to be with Abigail. Which And the baby that she wasn't able to have.
0: Yeah. the Something that, like, when hugh so speaking about the dudleys sorry i'm collecting my thoughts here no, speaking about the dudleys you have the point where hugh is talking with the dudleys upstairs and he says i'm gonna come back and burn it yeah i remember mr dudley gets right into his face and he says you know there are things within here that are precious to others yeah like i i wonder if i mean then the dudleys he brings her back like, at the very end, when they're older, he yeah. brings her back so they can be reunited.
1: So
0: Clara can Right, reunited with uh, Abigail and the other child. So, like, it's it's a, just a very interesting twist. Like, Olivia might want everybody to come back, and it could be dangerous to other people who come and interact with it. But also, that change for the how uh, Clara sees it in the Dudleys, as seeing it, this is a precious place. Don't destroy it. That's where my family is. that like part of the haunting yes it's horrible for others yes you should leave and probably get out Mm -hmm. but don't take that away from us because that's where my family is Mm -hmm. what's left of them is being digested by that house which is a weird image to want to hang on to for your children you know but i thought that was really sad but also kind of just like a, a very interesting twist
1: I mean, the last two episodes are very emotional. I think I cried at least once per episode. (laughs) Yeah, it plays
0: on your emotions because it's one, it's like you want people to do good and win, but at the same time, it's like you're losing so much by winning. If they had fought, so if they had actually fought the house, does that mean they're. They would have lost. Yeah, do they lose Nell and Olivia? Like they just disappeared.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's no real winning because either the house wins and they all die and then that is the house winning, I guess, and Olivia. Or they burn down the house or destroyed or whatever and risk never seeing their they or, like, the mom again, Nell again. But then it makes me wonder is, like, are they stuck? Like, would it be better for them to, like, be able to move on instead of... Because, like, Nell's pretty messed up. Olivia's still pretty messed up. Like, it seems like there were, like, two parts of Olivia in the last episode because, like, she loved you. But then at the end, you could tell that she wasn't the same because she was, like, very aggressive. So, yeah. you know, like... I don't know if it's they're really living who they actually are in like whatever afterlife ghosts world you know or if the house still is possessing them
0: yeah it's been a while since i saw the the movie the haunting but from what i remember is like the house is kind of like this purgatory type thing like so it's not heaven it's not hell it's kind of like the waiting area um and uh the one of the characters in there is being asked to stay like stay with us like because there's a bunch of children's souls kind of trapped in it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um which is yeah, it's just a different spin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um
0: yeah. of kind of what was going on. And so I wonder if, you know, the house, if they had disappeared, is that they're waiting. Because like, when the red room changes, you know, Hugh is walking in, it's super white with the one red door, right? Like it, it presents itself as like I don't know symbolically as like an afterlife type idea the waiting area aspect yes,
1: yeah. um
0: also that red room being like a room of requirement type thing <laughs> but it's only just your memories or like what you are or whatever it
1: is you need
0: yeah that was so it's like luke's treehouse was there the video game room for steve
1: mm-hmm. um dance studio for Theo. yeah
0: which also that was a cool scene where like you realized that Theo was in the red room and she was the shadow that was moving back and forth
1: under the door. And then also when she looked underneath the door on the other side, it was her sisters instead of like because when we first watched it, we we're like, oh my gosh, it's yeah, a ghost! Yeah, it's a ghost! It's a ghost! Yeah,
0: and subverting that expectation in the horror was excellent. Really, really well- that
1: was great I don't know it like makes me I was talking about it last night but it has a lot of similarities to like the first season of American Horror Story like Murder House because I mean there's a lot of the same ideas because like you have to die on the property and like you reincarnate or like turn into a ghost like there's a part where one of the ladies is like dragging her daughter who's dying like across the street onto the property because she's like I have to make sure that she makes it here to reincarnate right, right. but then there's also a part where like Olivia you know she like gets possessed in her dreams and she wakes up like with the screwdriver same thing happens to the dad like he wakes up in front of the stove and he like has the flame on and like the gas is like filling up the kitchen and he like doesn't remember and he's like i was having like the weirdest dream so i wonder if it's like because obviously it's similar but it's just interesting to see how much similarities are there because it's the same kind of idea of just like there's just this house that's just evil and like no one knows what happened so right it's a very interesting like common theme
0: yeah a common theme and th- I, I guess that's a question that I have to you. Do you think that Hill House is actually evil? It's an evil entity in and of itself. Yeah. Or is it the people that are inside of it no. who are dealing with their emotions and their, you know, not just their emotions, but traumas from the past and that's what's kind of spun it and they're just locked in that place. Kind of like what uh, like the Japanese idea of what the grudge story, you know? It's like somebody who dies in who dies in a place with extreme anger, extreme despair, extreme oh, you, sadness. so you think they're
1: stuck there until they work out their issues? Until they work out
0: their issues. And I wonder like if...
1: Mansion. Yeah,
0: kind of like that, where, you know, like, Poppy hasn't ever come to it. Because you have the old lady who's in the bed, who's but, like, don't trust her. Yeah,
1: but the old lady didn't seem like there's anything... Like, she seemed pretty chill.
0: But we don't know enough to to go off of that, you know. Like, yeah. No, but I know.
1: But it... not
0: saying that I'm I'm not trying to condemn her with no evidence, but I'm just yeah. I'm wondering: is it a place that is just people with extreme issues and extreme emotions have been stuck there long enough that it's like a dark hole, or is the house itself actually an evil entity? And that's what house, I'm asking. You. I
1: think the house. I don't know if it's, I think it's evil to people, but I think the house itself is just something that needs to feed on others. Because I mean, like the Dudleys, they aren't like, they didn't die in like extreme anger. They're just there because of their daughter and their daughter didn't have any extreme anger. She was just murdered. But like, rat poisoned. yeah, it was just super sad. So I think it's just like, you just have to think of it as something that feeds off of it. It's kind of like a parasite. Okay. And like the more it consumes, you know? And, like, obviously, it reflects the energy of people there. But, I mean, Poppy wasn't the one who was making Olivia go crazy. Poppy was acting because of the house. Like, you know, because, like, Olivia was having all these weird dreams and Poppy knew. So, Poppy was, like, capitalizing on that. But there were other ghosts that were just, like I said, like, in the background. They were just, like, standing there. Like, the clock ghost. Like, he didn't do anything. He was being nice and, like, friendly. So, I think it's just, like, the house. Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and like I put that question to you, and and I'll answer it myself. I do think the house is an entity, Mm -hmm. but I I also think it's kind of interesting. Like, who has a better relationship with the house now? Is it Poppy or is it Olivia? Like, which one's the favorite ghost that has ended up there?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that.
0: Poppy's kind of running the show, and then Olivia shows up, and then at the end, Olivia essentially is controlling it. And I don't know not controlling it but she seems to be at the head of a lot of things and she yeah. sends poppy away like poppy's like messing with hugh and she's, she's like, like can like, you leave <laughs> yeah get out of here
1: <laughs> i don't know because yeah i guess that's true because he's like i know you can open that door and she's like why would i do that and obviously he does or she does but yeah i do wonder because like obviously you look at that old woman and you're like okay well she's not in charge or like the clock goes like he's not in charge so i wonder
0: yeah I mean, if I was a clock ghost, I don't think I would sit and work on the same clock every single day. And, like, day. talk to
1: people. I would just, yeah. You know.
0: I I think I would, like, change it up. Be like, you know what? I want to be in charge of the front door today. And just, like, slam it on people or something <laughs> like that. You know? Like, I I, know. I just wonder, like, if they ever returned to The Haunting of Hill House, I think you could make a comedy of, like, oh, Olivia sure. and Poppy, like, duking it out so on, like... Home. Like, who's going to haunt the best?
1: Well, there's, like, a part in American Horror Story at the end where, like, because so many people freaking die. And so there's just, like, tons and tons of ghosts. And then at the end, like, after you realize everyone's dead, well, not everyone, but, like, most people, like, they're, like, ghosts getting into fights. And they're, like, can you leave? Like, you're literally in my space. And they're, like, where do you want me to go? I can't leave this house. And it's just, like, it's not supposed to be, like, funny. But it's, like, interesting because I'm, like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, with the amount of people that have died in the house, like, they they can't go anywhere else. So like, what do they do when they're all stuck in the same area? Like, do they hate each other?
0: They they call like a Poltergeist Construction Company and add another wing to the house or something like that. <laughs> oh, like
1: that one lady who like had that Winchester, mm-hmm. who like has like the never-ending doors and like rooms that lead to nowhere. Yeah, she'd be yeah.
0: fun. That would definitely be fun, but like that. So the house is an entity, and I I guess what I walked away from is I guess that's the horror: is the entity is still there. The house is still there. Yep. And now it's like Olivia, whether she decides to go after others or not, or like other members will. of her family or not. I think she will. You think so?
1: Yeah. I mean, they know she's alive. So, though they, if they they can recognize the signs easier now, so it might be easier for them to like avoid it. Avoid it. Because obviously, like, Nell wasn't as able to because she didn't understand. But like, now that they've literally seen their mother and like seen Nell and what the house can do, I hopefully they avoid it yeah but I was yeah. still I don't know I was really creeped out by the way Olivia was looking at Steve when the door closed I'll have to go back and show you because it's like very very creepy she's just like dead-eyed like staring at him I hated it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
0: but so yeah th- I guess that's the question not the question but just the thought that that I have is like okay what's left like what are we supposed to take away from this like if Olivia is so focused on just her family, then it's not that dangerous. But if that family disappears, then the next family that comes in is going to just be haunted by whatever's left of that family. I don't like know. I After think... the Dudleys die, I mean, they yeah. get to the house and they pass there. I assume that Mr. Dudley just waits out his time until yeah. he can join his family. Yeah. Like, what happens? This house... It's sated for a while, and then like the next family moves in, and it's fine. Maybe two families down the road, suddenly stuff start, starts happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. And now I'm yeah. completely terrified of owning an old house because I don't want to walk into a house that's like, you know what, it is dinner time now, and you are the meal, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like that one. I can't, I think it's like John Mullaney, and he's like, oh, we like. On like an old Victorian home and he's like so we have but it's renovated so we have a nice black splash but like three people have died in the basement and I was like yeah that's probably true like that's kind of creepy when you think about it yeah uh, um
0: the other thing uh, that I was the other thing that I was thinking of and I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. is the whole theme of kind of the show besides it being a scary show is like facing your traumas and becoming better about yourself like we talked about earlier that it was different stages of grief right you have the anger oh yeah yeah um like they are those personified do you think in your opinion that uh that the kids are remaining cane children crane children they've faced and beaten their fears and that's why they're able to walk out maybe not completely beaten it but at least gotten to a point of acceptance and that's why they're able to leave
1: i think I would say yes, because, I don't know, I think a lot of them were able to resolve it, like, when Nell's talking to all of them, Steve realizes that what happened because his father shows him, like, I didn't kill your mother, I don't, like, I don't want you to resent me, but Theo was able to be like, I'm so sorry, our last words were in anger, and Shirley's like, I'm sorry I didn't pick up the phone, so I think they resolved a lot of, like, what was kind of keeping them tied to the house, and that's why they were able to leave, and then, uh luke you know his sister he's like i can't do this without you and she's like no it's okay like i'll always be with you and he's like okay and he's able to like walk out because i don't know how he survived rat poison directly in his veins like yeah i don't know either. other than Nell, <laughs> so it was sad i don't know that part made me sad and then when his dad was like i don't know and it like makes me wonder because obviously they don't show it but like how the sisters would have taken it and how luke would have taken it because they didn't know when cause he helped him out to the car but at that point he was already dead because he took the uh, like heart medication and overdosed, yeah, yeah, sad,
0: so yeah, i think I think being able to leave the house means that you've been able to at least come to terms with the issues that the house was digesting from you, like mm-hmm. it may not I don't think the house is digesting you physically, it's digesting the emotions and the those things that you're dealing with, yeah, um, yeah it's yeah. feeding on those, um so I think that's part of the reason is one that gets hue. Yeah. Guess, yeah. um but i also think that they don't become as attractive morsels because they're not as easy targets easy targets yeah um there's there's a, a line in uh Shirley Jackson's novel like one of the opening lines in in uh the novels that talks about like whatever walked here walked alone
1: know. yeah and at the end it's like we walked together right yeah. so i think
0: that was also part of it is like the people who came in yes they may have been a family unit but a lot of the frustration and a lot of the issues that they had were with each other and yeah. so it made them be alone but once they figured out that Nell was there for them, like, yeah. as, as you pointed out earlier, like, she was in each one of their dreams, helping them to not be pulled in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, they were working together. They're finally forgiving each other and realizing that tight-knit, that was able for them to not be walking alone mm-hmm. there and, and be able to step out of the house. Um, yeah. yeah. I also, like, I still i am not a fan of Steve. I'm still not. I don't. I don't know. Nor surely. Like they, I, I think
1: they just make me sad. Like Steve made me the most sad at the end when his dad was like, "I'm so glad, like I was your father. I'm so sorry that like I kept it from you. I just didn't want you to like think differently of your mother." And it made me sad for Hugh because obviously, how do you tell your kids? Like, yeah, your mom tried to kill your youngest sibling. She killed a little girl, but she like that wasn't her. Like, how do you like make that make sense? And Steve, freaking, when he's like, "I wish you would have told me," and I'm like. Yeah, your dad did try to tell you, and then you said your father was, like, severely, like, manic, and I'm like, that, like, he did try to tell you, he tried to tell you so many times, Steve, like, he just didn't want to hear it. Yeah, he gave up because he knew that you weren't ready, and I don't know, but that also made me sad, because, like, Steve probably has a lot of guilt over that, because at the very, like, when he's a little boy, like, his dad is, like, his best friend. Like, he does everything with them. And, like, he tries to do nice stuff for his mom. And and
0: yeah. she just punches out his projects Like he I, does.
1: Yeah, okay. I really loved being able to see all of Olivia's takes. Because yeah. throughout the show, is was like, oh, Steve walks in. The mom's standing in an empty room talking to herself. Like, why is that? And then they cut away. Or, like, well, she punches a mirror. And then they cut away from that. So, like, seeing her perspective and, like, what she was going through when that happened is, like, interesting. But it's also really sad. Because you can just kind of see her, like, withering <laughs>
0: Yeah, the the makeup and, and the way that they filmed it to show her, like, slowly becoming more and more distressed. God, yeah. yeah, it was excellent. You could see that it was taking a physical toll on her, not just a mental toll.
1: Yeah, um, was very sad.
0: I thought it was sweet but sad when Hugh finally realizes that Olivia can't take it. Because um, cause you have all those scenes and the, the talking about how Hugh is the line that holds... The kite. the kite and like he grounds her yeah. but also i don't think hugh is the only one that's grounding the the in that couple i think olivia also plays a very important role in keeping him sane and motivated and moving in a direction so as she's starting to spin out of control he's not able to do the grounding because yeah. he needs that support himself and so yeah. that that scene where she finally goes look i'm not okay like, yeah. This is not me. Like you could tell that he's finally realizing he's like, like I'm not the one being held down right now. She's she's feeling the strain of trying to keep me grounded. Yeah. Keep and support me, sweet. and I need to actually do my job. Like the thing that I'm proud of that she says that I'm the strain, I actually need to do that.
1: Yeah, um, and you can tell he's he's a lot like uh, Cheryl. Like you can see like aspects because like at the very, it's kind of sad when she's dead. And he, like, runs and picks her up. He's like, no, I can fix this. And he's, like, trying to, like, hold her head, like, stop the bleeding. And he's like, no, I can fix it. Like, I can do this. This was really sad. <laughs> yeah. Man. Because, like, Cheryl said that, like, so many times throughout the show. Like, when Nell falls out of the coffin, she's like, no, I can fix it. Or, like, I need to fix her. All this stuff.
0: Finding out that I had my suspicions that the guy that Shirley saw all the time, like, sitting at the bar. I had my suspicions to the show that it was an affair that it was an affair but like i didn't want to do that and then when kevin was accused of having an affair with theo because they were kissing each other and that feeling of that void to be able to feel anything by theo i was like no like that like i feel like that card had already been played and then having her actually have an affair and then have her that negative reaction towards kevin and theo was kind of like a, a double like whammy yeah on it um Wow yeah and I could you could definitely tell that that was taking a toll I think if oh man I just was I had a feeling (laughs) but I didn't want to say it either because like I've already come out and said that I don't like Cheryl and I don't like like Steve so I didn't want it to come out as like I'm rooting for you to be the worst person ever but like yeah
1: I don't know, adult Steve I had a harder time with, but, like, little Steve. He
0: yeah, made me really okay. sad. Like, I That's just wanted true. to give
1: him a hug, because, like... I
0: think, all the, I think all the younger kids definitely deserved hugs. More hugs.
1: Just need a big group hug. Oh, yeah. Scoop them all up. Yeah. Make them some hot cocoa. Poor babies. They've all run yeah. through so much. Yeah. i honest... Okay, also, I didn't... Like, thinking back on it, those kids are incredibly traumatized. I already... Well, I mean, I already knew that, but, like, Nell and Luke never once mentioned, like, that night... So I'm assuming that it's just a repressed memory. Because, like, I don't... I mean, they watched a little girl die, like, choked to death on, like, rat poison. And then they realized that their mother, you know, was trying to... And then they watched their father push her into a wall, fracture the back of her head because he pushed her, and then run out and leave her. So, I can like, I don't know. I think that explains a lot of why they grew up like that. Because they had a lot of...
0: (laughs) Repressed. Trauma. Yeah. Well, I also... I was... Oh. oh go ahead go ahead. No, I was going to say I wonder
1: if that's why those two were the easiest targets because they had so much like vulnerability because like they went through that. Shirley didn't see that. She only saw like her mom that night. Theo really didn't see anything. Steve saw like the mom limping around, but because those two were like the primary targets from the start, I wonder if that's why the house just continued to target them. The easiest targets. Yeah, cuz like I mean they got Nell. They Maybe. were going for Nell very hard and that's why she died, but then they almost got Luke. If right. Nell didn't stop it.
0: I wonder if the fact that Luke saw Abigail in the window also played a part in why he didn't talk about it. Because maybe, like...
1: That's true. He didn't see
0: her. In a child's mind, you, you try and come up with all sorts of... Uh, explanations for things that are happening, right? Especially with traumatic events, you try to explain like it in a
1: Six. So if yeah, you don't know what it means to like see someone. I mean, you could, but you then know, like you see someone die and then you see them again, and you're like, okay, so they're not. Maybe dead. they faked it. Yeah. Like
0: maybe it was just a bad reaction and like the allergies. Like <laughs> yeah. like I don't I don't know like That's
1: there could so be all
0: sort of ways that you could go, but I think the fact that Luke sees Abigail in the window might have. Helped with the fact that they didn't talk about it as much.
1: I guess that's true.
0: But again, I don't. I still, at the same time, like there's all sorts of questions, and it would be something that I probably would talk about. Is like I think mom killed somebody. I saw him in the window though, but, but I like guess I'm that not family sure. Didn't talk
1: about the mom ever? I guess because I mean, Steve yelled at his dad one time because he's like, "You never talk about her," and like, you don't say anything. I think so yeah.
0: I think to. they closeted all that up. All of them did, and oh, probably sorry. that's why. Everybody was so mad at Steve for writing the book about it. It's because they don't even talk about it amongst themselves, and now he's selling their story.
1: And acting like he knows what happened all the time, even though he was the last one out. Mm -hmm.
0: Last one out and didn't know
1: anything else that was happening. He was asleep for most of it, yeah. Because Shirley saw the mom and she told the dad, and then obviously Luke and Nell were in the room. I don't know what Theo was doing. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think they talked about what she was doing. I just know that they got her out, obviously.
0: Yeah. Or wait, or was Theo just dead the entire time and we didn't know? (laughs) (laughs) That would be a crazy. Yeah, yeah, that could be a crazy, crazy twist. Um, yeah, no, uh I don't I don't know. Like this was an excellent show. It didn't fall under the same horror things that I was. And I think I'm okay with that. The more that I've talked about it here with you and just thinking about what I saw is like I was, again, I expected the last episodes to be this giant running battle between them mm. and they're making huge decisions and, yeah. you know, beating ghosts, Ghostbusters style type things. They figure out how to do that or what have you. But uh, as I've been thinking about it and, and talking about it more, I think I'm okay with where it ends. It wouldn't
1: have fit the theme. I don't no, think, I I don't don't think, think it would have been like would've. a huge fight. It, I mean, it was very emotionally taxing for sure. But, yeah. And I liked it. I don't know. It sounds kind of mean, but I don't. I guess there was never a happy ending, but I don't know if I was a fan of the ending.
0: Because well, there's the,
1: even the theory that Luke died.
0: Oh yeah, with the you were saying something about the cake because it's red.
1: Yeah, someone was saying like Luke and the ending cutscene with like his birthday, like it's a red mm-hmm. icing, and I think the candles were red or something. So we were like, well, what if he died and like he's just there, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there's that theory. I don't know. It just made me sad. I think I was just the most upset that Hugh like after all this time and like he finally got his family back and he was like he was able to protect them and like fix it but that like his family finally got to know the truth and like they could have worked through it and like gotten their father back but then he like died to save them and that just makes me so sad yeah.
0: well i think it i think it fits with a kind of like a mature horror in the sense that it's not a slasher flick really yeah it's more you're coming to terms with the fact that you that the way you have acted is kind of monstrous But also, like, the fears that you have can drive you to do monstrous things. Yeah. Um, um, The house is definitely... I I agree. I think it's an entity, so it did have the supernatural to it.
1: What if that's the monster house from the movie Monster House?
0: And it's just eating people Mm -hmm. physically? Mm -hmm. I could see that. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What if all haunted houses are just the same house, but it just, like, teleports itself?
1: Dude, the entire house is a red room. It just changes its appearance. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, we never designated how big that bedroom has You ever been in two be.
1: houses at once? No. No. You've only been in one at once. You know why there's only one. <laughs>
0: exactly. Those multiple doors to multiple different, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's making you think that you're leaving, but you're I, actually not. I, yeah. I like it. I figured it out. Exactly. <laughs> But no, I think this is, I'm glad that it ended the way that it did, because I think it was more true to the meaning that Flanagan wanted out of it.
1: It was, yeah, it was good. I did like um, it.
0: And so I'm glad that, like, while it didn't stay true exactly to Shirley Jackson's book, I think it, it stayed true to the narrative that he was trying to spin out.
1: It, everything made sense the way it ended. Like, it, although it was upsetting, <laughs> it does make sense that, like, okay, well, not everyone can make it out alive. Like, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eventually you're going to have to come to terms with the stuff that you've tried to bury in your past. And sometimes that doesn't mean destroying it and moving on, but sometimes it just means acknowledging it it. and living with it. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: And accepting those consequences that come from it. And... Just hope that in your life that you're not trying to come to those terms in a house that wants to digest all of those emotions and not un- yeah, out things. Not. Try and avoid those mm-hmm. when you're trying to better your life.
1: Good news is there's only one in the world. Right,
0: so. and it's somewhere in Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Wherever, yeah. wherever it is.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: exactly. Far, in, far away, far away.
1: Yeah, far, far away. <laughs> Just avoid old
0: houses at all costs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: Well, I think I think it's time to wrap it up. I think it's time to wrap up this season of
1: IMDb score.
0: Yeah, IMDb score wrap up it's the you. haunting of Hill House. It's it is to my do turn. You the last one. Do
1: oh, it! No. Do it! Do it!
0: Uh, drum roll, drum roll. Can, Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. 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 Go okay, with okay. your gut. Well, no, no, since I have two gut reactions here. And the, it's, Am I doing it for the last two episodes or am I doing it for the entire season?
1: For the ending of the show.
0: Ending of the show, um, definitely a 5 out of 5. Okay. I think it meets what it's supposed to meet. It has a story. I think if you're looking for, like, your typical horror, it may not uh, end the way that you want to. It's not a true drama in the sense because it has some horrors and it does have some questions left at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean we've discussed a couple of those I mean we could point at different questions that we'd want to learn more um but I do think that it deserves a perfect score in the sense that it it ends the story the way that it's supposed to end. in the sense that it it ends the story in a way that you can see a solution yeah. to it and so I think that I think it fits um with it is it I mean it's really excellent good show. yeah it's excellent I'm very excited to see the next part of the series um, and and enjoy Bly Manor?
1: Bly Manor. Bly
0: Manor. Uh-huh. And be able to see that. Uh, overall, as an entire series, though, I'd probably give it a 4 out of 5.
1: I was going to give it a 4.7.
0: 4.7. Okay, yeah. so why would you give it a 4.7? Because
1: I think overall it's very narratively strong, and they had very good characters that were like real... I don't know, not really realistic, but like they did feel like people instead of like, oh, here's a typical like stock like the jock, you know, like a horror and they're very like fully fleshed out, like they're imperfect, but they're very easy to relate to. But I do I do agree with what you said in past like there are some parts that were kind of slow or like, I don't know no show is perfect, but I think it was a really, really good show. Yeah,
0: I think it was excellent. Like the four out of five, I think I was doing that not thinking of decimal points you know because you the, fool. i know i was a fool but like i just i think that the ending deserves a five out of five and we have a lot of episodes within the series that got that perfect score mm-hmm. but again sometimes lady yeah sometimes the narrative was a little bit slow also some of the lines were kind of cliche <laughs> at times um I think go on without me yeah well i mean that's like a, a powerful line at the same time it's like one of those lines that it's like yeah exactly yeah.
1: very cute but feeling. also kind of just like like yeah. cloyingly
0: yeah 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 no exactly like that and so um i think it's well worth watching i'd probably watch it again to see what other yeah. things that i can miss I and do that ghost guys- hunting well, find the ghosts yeah. in
1: every single... I want to go back, because I th- we've talked about it before, but, you know, with the room of requirement, the red room. When, but, like, Mrs. Dudley the whole time knew, because they'd always be like, I was in my treehouse, I was in my reading room. But also, and I think it's the ninth episode, the mom's like, I'm going to be in my reading room, and then Shirley's like, don't bother, mom, she's not feeling good. And I was realizing, like, after, I was like, oh, it's because the reading room isn't there, so all the kids were confused, because they're like, where is she going? Like, I yeah. don't understand. I kind of wanted to go back and like see everyone's reaction, especially Mrs. Deadly, when like they just say things that like aren't real and she's just like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay.
0: (laughs) You're going, uh, I've been in this house for like 25 years and I've never seen a tree house, so I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, so I think there's a lot of little things that would be fun to go back and watch, having seen the ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So definitely worth watching. Um, But yeah, we're going to sign off for our first season of our podcast. It was great, I think. I don't know. I I had it's for our entertainment for a reason. For
1: my entertainment, yeah. I had fun. Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, I mean, I think we're pretty much set up on where we want to go next. I think I, I would love to do the watch together with Blind Manner. Yeah,
1: I yeah. think that'd be fun. I think that'd be
0: awesome. I know that we did something on Twitter where we, like, reached out and asked people what they said. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of still in the back of my mind. We'll probably look at some of those shows. But I think Blind Manor, it being new, it being part of the same universe-ish. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect transition. And perfect transition into fall time all of that scariness. Yeah, neat. spoopy times. But, yeah, so this is for our entertainment signing off with our wrap-up of The Haunting of Hill House. I'm Alex. And
1: this is Shelby.
0: You guys have a good fall season. Bye. And we'll see you in a little bit. Bye.